the best way to think about it though is start with the pillar and that's what your fallback is. That's the reason you're doing it. That's why you're doing it. That's the broad strokes as to how you're going to do it. I'm Patrick Chandler. I'm TJ Kiblin. I'm Nick Reyes. And you're listening to the Sweat Daily Podcast. With mental health awareness on the rise and the start of the new year, it has become more clear that self-care is incredibly important to keep our mind, bodies, and souls taken care of. If you haven't heard his name before, Terry Solis, owner of Tri Health and Massage, has dedicated his life to that goal. His passion is balanced through massage therapy, and it shows in his work. Whether your body is fired up from hitting it hard at the gym or your mind is exhausted from the stresses of work, his massage table is a great place to let go. Services range from 30-minute to 60-minute to 90-minute massages. Modalities include soft tissue, cupping, and K-tape, depending on your needs. Book now by calling 913-742-1490 or go to www.tryhealthandmassage.com. New clients that mention the Sweat Daily Podcast when scheduling get $10 off their first visit. That's $10 right back in your pocket. Book now at Try Health and Massage and find balance in your life. On today's episode, we are going to talk New Year's resolutions. First week of the new year, feeling strong, back in the gym. I think it's appropriate time to talk about New Year's resolutions, why uh, maybe they're not always so successful, maybe why you have a tough time sticking with them maybe after the month of January. We're going to dig into it a little bit deeper. And then maybe at the end, we'll also talk about some common uh, New Year's resolutions that a lot of people have. And we can kind of break those down a little bit more of how you can be more successful with these generic goals. How's that sound, guys? Hey, new so, year, new me. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So first thing first, let's talk some data, some point, uh, some uh, some statistics. Everybody loves statistics. I love it. But it is actually important in this case, because according to Google, 88% of people fail their New Year's resolutions. And that's a pretty high number, and, and it's a very broad stat. It's actually higher than I thought it would be. 88% be is pretty high. I disagree. I feel like that's not surprising at all. Really? Yeah. Okay. But something that I thought was even more uh, interesting is 35% of people who failed actually admitted that they had unrealistic goals. And that's kind of where we want to get into is – a little bit more of like the goal setting aspect of New Year's resolutions, because that's basically all it is. It's a great time to start. Uh, it's a new year, like TJ said, new year, new me. But it, uh, we're going to talk about how you can create these goals to set yourself up for more success. And I think that, you know, everybody's sort of smart goals, but we're going to break this down in a little bit different way. So first things first, I want Nick to kind of talk about something pillar related, and, and he'll explain more about what, what that pillar system means. Yeah, so, you know, SMART goals are great. I think they're, they're taught a lot in corporate America. And if they work so well, though, uh, in, in, in the case of New Year's resolutions, then we wouldn't have an 88% failure rate, right? Um, I look at things as really trying to break it down between a pillar and a tactic. So uh, I feel like a lot of people, especially when it comes to New Year's resolutions, they skip over the pillar and they jump right into the tactic. And what I mean by that would be uh, a pillar would be something like, I'm going to eat clean to improve my health. A tactic would be, I'm going to follow keto, or I'm going to follow paleo, or I'm going to follow RP, or whatever the actual tactic is. If you skip over the pillar, it, 
the, 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 the pitfall of that is basically that whenever you fall off, like you mess up in a week because you go on vacation, you don't have that pillar to pull you back into it. Uh, another one could be the pillar is I sweat daily, right? Shout out to the podcast name. Um, and this is a perfect example. TJ and I were talking about this before we started recording. Um, TJ was working out whenever he was quarantined at home in his driveway with one dumbbell. And that that's because his, <clears throat> his pillar, excuse me, his pillar is every single day he breaks a sweat. He was riding a bike, doing all these different things. It's the same reason why my wife works out when we're on vacation every day. It is in her pillar. It's in her DNA that she is going to sweat daily. <clears throat> it's a non-negotiable, right? This stuff it, makes you a little bit emotional, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Just the bang isn't flowing down my throat, again, right? <laughs> so, so basically, if you don't, if you skip over the pillar and your tactic goes straight to like, oh, I'm going to follow this squat cycle this year, I'm going to get things started right. Whenever you fall off that cycle, you don't have the pillar to come back to, and then you mess up. So, I think a lot of why that happens, Nick, is I, I think people have these very broad goals going into. I think one of the things that people need to do is they need to uh, obviously just pick one thing. I think we get into the, the idea that we need all these goals, right? I think you should pick one thing. Um, it should be very, very specific. Uh, typically, when you you set these broad goals, I think you're already you know you're already setting yourself up to fail. It's like uh, you know I'm 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight, but I'm going to run a marathon. Well, that's that's not realistic. You're, you're you're essentially setting yourself up for failure. But what you can do is be very specific, like. I'm going to walk every day, right? And then once that becomes what we talked about, that becomes your pillar. Now we can graduate and our new tactic is, uh, now I'm gonna run every other day. I'm still gonna walk, cause that's my pillar. That's my non-negotiable. But now I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna run on these opposite days. And so then you start to, uh, you know, graduate and you leverage on top of that. Yeah, um, I, think, I think the big part is like, it's consistency over time is how we're going to accomplish just about anything. And just even in that definition, consistency over time opens the door for falling off from time to time. You know, I, I don't uh, I don't eat perfectly every day, but I eat I eat better more times than I eat bad, right? And over the course of day after day, month after month, over the course of time, I end up netting this massive win due to consistency. So my pillar is that I eat clean. For my to help for my health for my longevity. Now the tactic and the spe- the specificity that you're talking about, TJ, would be like, I follow if it fits your macros or RP or whatever it might be, right? right? Okay, so so what if I screw it up? It doesn't mean that I can't get back to it, but no matter what, I'm making more good decisions than bad. So I, I love that. I you know um, you know especially when you're, you're you're going through your goals, it, it's okay to accept failure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do fail, identify those triggers of why you failed. Uh, I was telling Nick before we started this podcast, because we were kind of, you know, going over these concepts. That's like, you know, you get a flat tire and then going out and slashing the other three because something happened. Like, <laughs> you know, so so to Nick's point, like, yes, he, he might have had a day where he failed his diet. But, what you know, you've already created those habits. So you got right back onto it. Exactly. And then you still netted that win. Yep. Right. It's consistency over perfection, essentially. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing um, that I kind of mentioned before with SMART goals is, you know, everybody knows them. I don't know if everybody knows them, but I think one of the flaws in that system that we were talking about is the order because it's a good acronym. SMART stands for specific, 
measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. But a lot of times you get married to that order just because it's an acronym and it sounds cool and it sounds smart with air quotes. But what you guys are basically saying is you kind of almost need to reprioritize that where instead of like Nick's kind of pillar system where you're finding your why, that's more of the um, measurable. Is it meaningful? Is it motivated? Um, and is it relevant? So like those, that M and the R are almost kind of smushed together and you have to know that first. Otherwise, you can be really, really specific with the goal, like TJ said, but if it doesn't have true meaning to you, it's probably not going to last, right? Exactly, exactly. And I think if, if you, we look at where SMART goals are deployed most often and most successfully, it's in the workforce. It's in corporate mm-hmm. America where you are paid. It's not necess- Your why is the paycheck for a lot of people's eight to five, right? Like right. Not necessarily, but that's the origination. And we're talking about something that is supposed to be part of your DNA versus something that is supposed to be driving corporate initiatives and income and profit. Those are two different approaches to how we set goals. Yep. Yeah. So when I was in PT school, like that was like hammered home about being able to create goals for our patients that are smart. And the main reason is because insurance has to see that you're actually showing change. And it's like, you have to like stick to this checklist, but it's not always realistic to be like completely smart or take that order. Um, You know, I say smart, be smart as in that smart goal system. But um, I, I kind of like this system better. We need to we need to create a catchy acronym so people actually know. We'll, we'll have to do that, uh, workshop that, and, and come <laughs> up with it so you guys all get this uh, get this here first. But yeah, I would um, uh, I would just t- say that the best way to think about it though is start with the pillar, and that's what your fallback is. That's the reason you're doing it. That's why you're doing it. That's the broad strokes as to how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then the the actual tactic is the specificity that TJ mentioned. Right. Absolutely. So. Um, maybe let's, we got a little bit of time here. Let's take some of the most common goals that, or I guess resolutions, since it's New Year's resolutions, talk about some of the most common resolutions and we'll, we'll use the very simplified terms, but then we'll talk about how you can actually create success with these. So the first one, the the Mount Rushmore (laughs) by far is, uh, eat healthier. Yeah. Weight loss. I want to eat healthier. I want to lose weight. And I'm going to do that starting January 1. So You know what's funny, though? If you just ate decent all year, you wouldn't have to do it every year on January. That's the pillar. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you take a little bit of time and you eat well all year, boom, you don't have to do it every year. It's not cyclical. You're not just a yo-yo of weight loss and weight gain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. consistent yeah. awesomeness. And, you know, it is completely understandable coming off of a holiday season where you probably eat a little bit more from Thanksgiving till the end of the year mm-hmm. where it's like, man... I really need to get back into it, but you're not going to get all into it in one month, right? You're not going to completely change your entire lifestyle, eat clean every single day. You're not going to change that habit that you've created, especially if it's been going on since earlier than Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. I think people need to really understand and and hammer this home and keep telling yourself, you're not going to gain all your weight in one meal and you're not going to lose it all in one meal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love the like the, the 75 25 or 85 20 depending on how lenient you are on yourself where you know if you're eating well eating good fruits and nuts whole foods um, you know lean lean meats veggies things like that 80 uh, percent of the time and then 20 percent of the time maybe you're not <laughs> and yeah uh, you know that is something but if you realize that it's more like a 50 50 then that's when you kind of need to start start changing and go back to the pillar. Why is this important to you? I mean, 
so on that note, right, the 80-20 split, if, if you eat three meals a day, right, I know snacks should be healthy. We should be throwing those in there. Let's just talk about the three squares, right, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, that would be 21 meals in a week. 80-20 is 16 of them, roughly 16, mm-hmm. 17 16, meals 17, yeah. should be healthy. Right. Right? So a pillar, and that, that you could say that that starts to border on specific, but specific would be like, and I get this macronutrient breakdown in those 17 meals. Yeah. The pillar would be, hey, every week I eat, I eat 17 healthy meals. Cool. Guess what? You screw up on Monday because Monday night football looks like we're eating, you know, <laughs> pretty healthy the rest of the week, right? right? And if you mess up on Tuesday, we talked about this in the last episode of give yourself grace, forgive, forget, move on, yeah. and get back on track, right? The pillar is I eat 17 healthy meals a week. Now, once we get, once we maybe do that for a couple months and it's habit, after several months, and it's now uh, a solid habit of ours, now we can look at, like, now I want to go 90-10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too many people go 90. They go 0 to 100 real quick, right? Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I still think that that first one, that first goal you just said, is too broad. It's too broad. You know, I and mean, we talked about being very specific. Like, why not your goal just to be or eat a little bit more lean protein each meal? It's very specific to what you're doing. Right, and it can go a long way towards you know body composition and doing all that stuff. So I like, did that. I did um, uh, just number grams of protein in a day. Yeah, and that's all you focused on. That's all I focused on for like a year, like a whole freaking year. Mm-hmm. So it was very specific, though. It's not like oh, I'm going to eat eighty twenty, right? Because what does that even mean? A lot of people don't even understand the concept of eating healthy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you know I threw a bunch of things out there with you know lean meats, veggies, things like that. It can be even as simple as I'm going to eat one cup of vegetables with each meal. And it could, yeah, but over the course of a year, it could pay dividends to your right. health. Huge. Right. So, Huge. So it, it's, just, it's just one of those things that you, if you get super specific and do something that you can add to your daily, it can go a long way. Right. So. Okay, let's go. And actually, I forgot to, to mention this list I actually got from liveabout.com. I mean, I don't want to be stealing, ripping off other people's uh, information. But the second thing on the list is a little bit, um, I don't want to say more in our wheelhouse, but it's definitely in our wheelhouse, which is exercise more. Again, a very vague, broad, uh, you know, New Year's resolution, kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Very specific. I, I kind of talked about it. With, I kind of talked about it with uh, the overweight person trying to become a marathon runner. Okay. Well, you yep. need to you need to crawl before you walk. Yep. And you need to walk before you run. Yep. Same concept. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a everyone's going to have a different jumping off point for this. Uh, in fact, for all these, but um, sweat daily is, is is one of them that you can do, obviously. Because you don't even need to be, you know, have a gym membership. You don't need to be in a gym. That could be, I'm going to do burpees until I break a sweat yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It ain't going to take you very long. <laughs> right, right. It compounds though, right, Nick? Absolutely. If you do, you, 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 your goal is 15 minutes a day and just to move. And, and so, and some people may, may listen to this and say like, well, that's like so easy to do is to just break a sweat daily. Okay, well... Once you get into the habit that that's something that you do every single day, then you can take it up a notch. Like a now, pillar? Like ex- exactly. Well, you, you, you expand upon it. Yeah. Right? Um, and you can't get that micro-focused if you don't have the foundation. Exactly. Right? So that's one that you can do. It may be, I'm going to sweat three times a week. Okay. We can do that outside. We can do that inside. We can do that anywhere. Yeah. Just right? just a quick plug. Read the book Atomic Habits. Oh, that's great. <laughs>
So I got a third one. This will probably be the last generic goal, but it's a little bit different. And um, I think we can still apply the same, same kind of uh, attitudes towards it. But a lot of people will say, I want to spend more time with my family, maybe be less work focused. Um, how can we kind of apply these goals or can we to the same thing? Because fitness and nutrition kind of go hand in hand. This is something kind of different. Yeah, I'll, I'll delegate this to Nick because I think he does an amazing job of, you know, obviously scheduling time out and being like very oriented of booking his time and being really good about, you know, if it's not on his schedule, it doesn't happen. And so he, I love how he prioritizes his day by blocking it off. So, yeah, I mean, um, the wife may uh, debate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I would say that they're uh, trying to, remember what we do, why we do it. A lot of what I do in my life in general comes back to having a why, because the why always refocuses me. Um, so in, in this same example, when we talk pillars and tactics on this subject, I would say, you know, the pillar is I want to see my kids. I work hard so that they can have everything that they could dream of. And so that uh, as a family, we can go on vacations, create family memories, but you can't lose sight of that because the tactic is we have to, um, grow this gym and we have to grow push press and we have to do all these other things and you know hey babe you should stay at work late and see more patients in order to get a bigger bonus like those are the tactic things that start to pull away and there's a time and a place for it but I would say in general um, most people when it comes to prioritizing family and correctly aligning those things it all goes back to that pillar all it goes back to having that why um, and then the tactics around those are entirely going to be on what it is, right? Like um, uh, one of the tactics that I actually want to deploy this year, and maybe we didn't even talk about this, like what are our resolutions? I actually want to have a, um, an annual planning weekend with just Cameron, with just my wife. Yeah. Kids go to grandma, grandpa's, whatever, and we get away for a weekend and we, we plan the year. We plan what we're going to do for vacations. We... Um, it's, it's, it's a couple's getaway. And when you have kids, that starts to bog you down. Now, that's super tactical. And my pillar on that is obviously what we talked about, right? Prioritizing family. And I don't believe um, that you can do that 100% if you don't plan, of course, right? So, yeah, um, so yeah that's my, one of my resolutions personally on how to start making sure that our family is more cohesive, more aligned throughout the year. Nice. Cool. TJ, like I'm going to put you on the spot. You oh, got any, gosh, uh, yeah. any resolutions for the year? Um, no, cause I'm pretty awesome. No, <laughs> uh, not necessarily for the year. Uh, I, I kind of know my North star and kind of my, my pillars, you know, I, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I, I feel like I've come a long way in my professional career and obviously my, my, uh, my family is changing. <laughs> so, uh, I guess a, a small goal or not necessarily a small goal is I, I do want to be a good first time father. Um, so I'll be, you know, trying to build some pillars real quick on uh, how to do that. And I'll probably uh, be, uh, you know, bouncing ideas off Nick a, a fair amount. So. Survive year one of parenthood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. So gotcha. what about you, Pat? Ooh, I was hoping you guys weren't going to ask Ooh, me. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you know, New Year's resolution when I'm going to eat healthier. <laughs> no, I'm going to lose weight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lose weight and work out more. Um, no, I think for me um, – I think it's going to be, you know, furthering, you know, Sadie and I've been looking at trying to buy a house, get a new car, kind of all these things. Um, but for us, it's, it's really getting on the same page 
you know, with what we want and like our like 10 year plan. And it's, it's funny because it's really easy to make goals and resolutions for just yourself. Mm-hmm. But like you, you talking about how you and Cam, you know, are sit down and, and make these plans together. I think we're, we're kind of getting to that point where we're like, you know, what do we want our life to look like in 10 years? And then like now we have these action items. So yeah, now we have yeah. these big life things where it's like buying a house, buying a new car that's not like 14 years old and, and actually is reliable. So, you know, we're, we're working on, you know, trying to, to do those things together, um, basically just building these, these good habits as a couple, more so than just being able to build these good habits as individuals that happen to be married. Sounds awesome, dude. I was I was I was gonna say one more thing, but I think we're running pretty long. I was gonna say, what is like one action item that you will do going forward? Because it sounds like that's a very broad goal. Yeah. So what's something specific? Yeah. That you're so like the share? the tactic for that is like we we're gonna try to like sit down and like basically be like it sounds super dumb, but budget meetings. Like basically talk about our budget, you know, uh, maybe on a weekly or monthly basis to kind of figure out are we on track for this? Awesome. Um, but you know we're running a little bit long right now, so I think we're gonna wrap up. We talked about a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So, and, and just to summarize that too, um, and I think this could just be a good wrap up here would be, uh, and I'm going to use Pat, I'm going to use your example here. Uh, you can't get to the specific tactic of what you're trying to accomplish without having a pillar to base it off of. So as a final, final one here for Pat would be his pillar is going to be provide a lifestyle that, um, him and Sadie can enjoy um, have money aside for emergencies and what that vision looks like, or, you know, re- early retirement, so on and so forth. The tactic behind that is we're going to talk about our household budget yeah. every two weeks. We're going to put aside X amount into savings out of every paycheck. Like those are the tactics. The but or the the, the pillar is the why. Right. Yep. Start with your pillar, then get to your tactics. You'll accomplish your New Year's resolutions. Love it. Mic drop. Oh,